What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. All right, we are back with another episode of Getting Intimate, and y'all... I am treating today because Mina is in the house and Mina is a mama, but also an artist and most of all, a trauma resolution practitioner. So she helps women and femmes to heal via the body, helping them to release past trauma, including childhood, generational and ancestral trauma, so that they can overcome depressive states and behavioral patterns that are keeping them stuck and step into their true magnificence, their authentic pleasure, and so much more. Hey, Mina. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Zaria. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on here today because I feel like this conversation is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. It's mm. been a while coming, hey. Right? Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Anything that I missed in the intro? Anything that you feel like you want to share? Um, I just, I really enjoyed that just before we started recording, we were talking about being moms and running businesses. Because <laughs> I'm like, someone, someone like give me the keys or tell me how they're doing this. Because like, I'm like, how have we still not got this figured out yet? Um, And I just love, I just love, telling the truth and like mm. being really honest about where things are at where I'm at and um yeah just really connecting on like real real honest levels and I'm looking forward to having a real deep juicy honest conversation with you. Mm. oh yes that conversation was it was just straight truth on kids and running a business and tantrums and how exhausting it can be sometimes and like finding a work-life balance is so much trickier to navigate when you have other little versions of you in play that are just chaotic. <laughs> so, yeah, I, lo- I love that you're leading with um, honest conversations because I feel like it's it's what we need. And so much of this gets kind of like pushed under the carpet or maybe these conversations aren't really had and all you just see is the sparkly shit on Instagram and everyone's having the greatest life ever and meanwhile everyone's just burnt out exhausted doesn't want to show up on social media tired it's it's thing and this is how all of these all of these layers and layers of dysregulation can slowly build up, right? Is when we are 
in overdrive and when we're putting so much expectation on our bodies, ourselves, our goals, like things that are happening in our life. And then we're also not leaving room to just like take a moment to fucking breathe and take a moment to be with ourselves and take a moment to like put all of the shit that we think we should be doing to the side. Right. And it's, there's so much to balance, so much to balance and so much input from the world externally, so much stimulus. It's wild. Right. Yeah. There's even just you saying it, I'm just like, (laughs) 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 it's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. (laughs) I like how you say it's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. Sorry, it's not the vibe. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, like, it's, okay, so we have all the input from life, from this lifetime that we're gathering, and that's constantly coming at us. And then we have pre-verbal inputs, inputs from the womb, um just all along our timelines there are there are things coming at us right Mm. and a lot of the things get imprinted in the body and so we're not only managing like modern life and managing our bodies and work and maybe kids and family members and you know capitalism and Mm. managing ancestral things generational things spiritual things the list is like endless right um and so many of the women I see I work a lot with black women especially and so many of the women that come that find me are the ones that have tried and tried and tried and who have been searching for so long to find the thing that's going to help um and I work at a very very deep level the nervous system level and for a long time when when I was looking for sexual healing work a lot of it I I I never found the the depth I was really looking for I had imprints going back you know a long long time and so I needed something that was going to be able to meet me historically generationally ancestrally and not only in this life but in you know all the lives, all the, mm. all the past lives, you know? Yes. Um, gestationally, pre-verbally, just at all those points in time, because we can be carrying so much from, from so long. And things also get passed down. They do. So, sexual healing work, yes, we need to rest. Yes, we need self-care. Yes, we need to be able to access a state of relaxation to enjoy pleasure and to be able to have pleasure. And there's also a level of nervous system work that um, I have found just like essential if Mm -hmm. you're someone who has found it hard to get the results you're looking for with doing the sort of like, I don't know how to call it, the mainstream sexual healing work. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. Something that really came up for me while you were sharing is like, Yes, the pleasure. Yes, the relaxation. And if you're somebody who still feels like there's something underneath of that, like inside of your body, there's a part of you that can maybe get the relaxation and chill to like 
80%, but there's that 20% is making such a huge difference. And it's something that you haven't been able to figure out how to regulate because it feels so much deeper than that. And it makes so much sense that there, there's so much more that is connected to that because I mean, if anyone's ever done a 23 and me or any of those things, it's, you just like get hit with the reality of (laughs) how many people and how many, like how many lives, how many things had to happen in order for you to be here today. Like sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, this person had to meet this person and their lives and and this place. And it's, we're caring a lot. We're caring a lot. And to just even think about laying all of those cards out on the table and trying to figure it out yourself. I'm just, I'm tired already. (laughs) (laughs) So I love, I love, love, love that you do the work that you do because it's so fucking powerful, so needed. And it gives, it it just like takes away that pressure to try and figure it out yourself because that's, that's what happens so much of the time. It's like, we just want to figure it out on our own. And then, you know, the books and the, the, the sessions and, you know, going to little one day workshops here, it's not going to do it. <laughs> like you'll get like the one day workshop high. And then, and then it's back to square one. So I love that you do this work because there's, there's possibly a lot to unearth. And I don't think that it it isn't possible to like access that space in a short amount of time, but sometimes we aren't like prompted to think about something until somebody else prompts us mm-hmm. because we're in our space and we're in our story and we're in our, in our life. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's so many things I want to say about this piece. Spill it all. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm tumbling out of my mouth. Um, so I want to acknowledge how tender and how vulnerable it can feel to be in this space when mm. you're searching for sexual healing and you've tried and tried and you keep searching, keep looking, and you know, you're doing that because I've been in that space. And I oh, yeah. And so I want to acknowledge that. I acknowledge if if you're in that space, like I want to witness you and I want to say I've seen you in that space because trust me, I've been there for many, many years. And the thing about, especially working with Black women, what I'm noticing is or what I see is that we don't often feel like we have access to support or we're not, we don't know how to access support or we haven't, it's not normal to us or common or modeled to us how to ask for support. Mm-hmm. Actually, it can feel a lot of the times like there is no support. Yes. And that, that's a true story. A lot of us don't have support, right? And so a little bit of story time. Um, it took me a, a real while to change my thinking and find ways of learning to ask for support. Like it, it took me understanding that, okay, first of all, paradigm shift. Mm. I don't have to do this on my own. Paradigm shift. 
other people, other groups of people, very rarely do anything on their own. Like we're not built as a species to do things on our own. And when you're seeing success out there in, in the world, those people who are successful are not doing that on their own. They say they are. But <laughs> they are but we know not. you have a team. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> takes a village baby right exactly and so I just want to be transparent about that no one's out there successful on their own it's just not it's not a thing yeah like show us your village <laughs> right exactly exactly show us all support you have all the help you have whether it's paid whatever whatever it is like, mm-hmm. it's not just you out here um that is some mentality left over from something else that we- and so Feeling like you have no support is a true story. And oftentimes, you know, I've seen Instagram posts or social media posts where it's like, you know, where's your village, you know, um, get your support. But you might be sitting there like, I don't fucking have any support. Yeah. Support, right? And I've been there. It's like, no, I don't. Mm. And so I really had to conjure it up. I I had to like be really vulnerable and ask that one friend like if they could do xyz for me I sent I remember I sent a group chat text to like a list of I think it was like five or ten people and I was like I really can't afford childcare. Like, would one of you be open to watching my son for a couple of hours you know and that and it was excruciating it was really excruciating because yeah. it means letting yourself be seen mm. in a horrible place and that there can be such shame about not being able to cope, right? Yes. And so you're basically laying yourself bare saying, I'm not coping. Mm, yeah. So learning to sort of be with where we really are and admit, admit where we really are and opening ourselves up to feeling that shame, that vulnerability. And, you know, in, out there in the, in the world, the man-made world, we don't show that side of ourselves. Mm. We don't show that. And there's this, there's this cloak. It's like, it doesn't exist, but it exists. And people, like, yeah. <laughs> it really does exist. And, it, and part of this sort of asking for the help, understanding that you haven't got to do things on your own and actually coming to feel in your body of like, oh, maybe there is someone that would like to support me. Mm. Maybe it's not even like, me asking them is a chore for them. Maybe they would love to support me. And it really took like a paradigm shift, like a change in my brain. And like getting there, first of all. It's a whole journey. It's a, it's whole, a journey. whole journey. It is a whole journey. It's like nervous system regulation. Oh, mm-hmm. It, when you're talking about this right now, I'm just getting like all of those feels because it's so real. And then even in some spaces, like getting the support and if we kind of like circle it back to sexuality work or personal development work, spiritual work, healing work is like, okay, now I'm at the point where I'm asking for support. And then like, do I feel safe with this particular support? Right. Cause sometimes there's like that aspect too. It's like, is this the right support for me? And then wondering like what support is available to me there's that whole other journey that comes after <laughs> asking for support because sometimes it really it really works out great and sometimes it feels like okay I feel like I've just taken three steps back 
especially if you are like in that vulnerable space, maybe you are BIPOC and it just feels like, okay, now I've stepped out and I feel like I'm, I shouldn't have asked for support. Right. And so many of those experiences can also contribute to that, not that fear, but like just that (sighs) holding on and, and resisting, or even just trying to hold it all yourself. Right. It can be trial and error to find. I think the first part is like recognizing that the paradigm I'm in right now doesn't necessarily have to be what I'm living. Like I can ask for support or help with anything. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. That alone is a massive shift. Yeah. The eons of shame and, you know, I grew up watching my mother do everything. In her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She never had any support. And so that's normal to me. Yeah. What does it mean to come out of that? What does it mean? It means so many things and a lot of shame, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, that trial and error, asking for support and being able to be with any shame that comes up around it and just like holding yourself through the mm. like, It's a lot. And I want to acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah. 100%. I forgot the question you asked me, but... Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. (laughs) Um, Acknowledging the sexual uh, healing journey. um, Oh, yeah. And there are things that can be done on your own. You know, there are things that we can do that that I teach so you can learn to self-regulate over Mm. time. Yes. And... A lot of the time when there's things like shame involved, being with a non-judgmental other person mm-hmm. and being with and perhaps voice when, when it's time can really help unravel the shame. Mm. Yes. Really, really great when the wound has been in relationship, relationship healing as well. Yes. Yes. Mm. That's so true. I think oftentimes like just learning how to do that within partnership, right. can be such a powerful space for healing, right. And just to explore what it means to go deeper within that intimacy with your vulnerability, your sharing, even just acknowledging the feelings that are coming up in your body, things like shame, things like, I feel like I'm not worthy or deserving of help, or I feel like I should be doing more to receive help or whatever story is coming up in your body and your mind. One thing that's got me really curious is like the ancestral work that you do, because that is like something it's very like exciting and intriguing and it's something that I don't have in the work that I do. So I just like would love to hear how this work ties into your work with ancestral healing and healing ancestral trauma, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, so let me have to say this before when I, I've been on my sexual healing journey looking for practitioners who can help me. Um, I tried somatic experiencing. I did various workshops. I did courses. I did. Uh, I did so many. The list is just like. Made <laughs> egg work. I did all the all the things. 
um, and nothing was really meeting me. Like I could follow the steps, but it wasn't really, I might have some success, but then it wasn't long lasting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt very mechanical mm-hmm. um, for me personally. Maybe it was the way I was doing it. And, you know, we're in different places when we're approaching this work, right? And if we're doing it on our own as well, as I was trying to, we're often just in our own patterning of how we're doing things. So totally. <laughs> Catch 22. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so it wasn't until I started, started doing the alchemical alignment work, which is the work that I offer, that I was just like mind blown because this work, it was, it's trauma resolution work, but it's the, the full title of it is Alchemical Alignment, Trauma Resolution and Embodiment of Spirit. And so I thought I was coming for the trauma resolution part, which I, I was and I have and I do. But that embodiment of spirit part is what allows me to, practitioners to work in a, in a really, in, in a way that really can meet clients with what they're bringing because we often don't even necessarily know what we're bringing. It, yeah. it, it might not be from us. You know? A lot of times things aren't from us. Yeah. Passed down, right? And so this work allows space for clients to be with what they're truly with. Um, mm. And over time, that sort of spiritual aspect is opening up, opening up to me more and more and more. It's the deeper of the work. So, when I was looking for sexual healing work, it's like, yes, I can do all these, there's all these tools and practices, but there was a piece of my healing, which wasn't from me. It was passed down. It was from my mother. It was shame. It was ancestral. It was, you know what I mean? I've been able to meet the parts of me that were not coming from me. Mm. The sexuality work, that's often can be the case. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes so much sense because sometimes there is almost this thing there that we don't know how to name and we don't know where to place it in our journey and we don't know where it belongs. And so it feels hard for us to figure out how to work with it, how to integrate it and how to heal it. Right. So it's so, so powerful to, you know, for folks working with you to have access to this work, because yes, there is so much that can be there. What has been like the most powerful thing for you in this work, like in your experience in your body or something that you've witnessed? Like, what is it? What is it that sticks out to you the most? Well, it's hard to say, like, generally, like, yes, there can be quantum leaps with this work. And the beauty of it really that I feel is that my teacher, Bridget, she refers to it as small, doable pieces over time. Oh, I love that already. (laughs) Compounded. (laughs) Just because so much of the work that uh, the sexual healing work that is uh, marketed or that I see is promising these big transformations and big breakthroughs and all the orgasms. And that's great. You know, we all want all the orgasms. Yeah. Like, give them to me. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And oftentimes, if you have trauma in the body, imprints in the body you it, it can be we go to these workshops have the big breakthrough and then bounce right back yeah yeah that system's not ready 
And so with this, with my work, it's like small doable pieces over time mm. to sustained, profound and permanent lasting change. Mm. Yeah. Body level at a pace that the nervous system can handle. Mm. And I used to think for a long time that sexual healing work was about me and the other. But with this work, I've learned it's all, it's all just me, all just me to meet parts of myself that I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. and to get to know myself and accept and be with my body in such beneficial ways in terms of the sex the sexual sexual piece never have been able to access I didn't know I needed to access other courses or programs because they were very explicitly sexual what I needed was this other sort of like underneath deeper deeper level of embodiment um, how to call it like um, incarnation mm. in self which then allows everything else to blossom and sexuality is part of is part of the human experience right looking for that piece the sexual piece but when I work here on a deep level and I say here I mean myself on a, on a really deep level blossoms and comes into what we call a blueprint to its own natural sense of health. Mm, I love that you mentioned that because I mean, number one, the the small actions, the small daily actions, it's so, so true because that's kind of how we build our body, our experience, our nervous system. We build it up to actually experience and and um, open ourselves up to those shifts that happen, right? Because it's not like those big, intense moments, as you said, that are going to create those shifts. Like we do these like two day retreats, and then it's like, oh my god, this is so amazing, and then like you come back to your regular life, and you're like, how? The fuck do I do this thing that I literally did in Bali at home in my apartment, <laughs> like? It's not the vibes. <laughs> not the vibes, sorry. It's not the vibes. And and that's the thing is like how do we integrate that? But if we have compounded or small daily actions that really prepare our nervous systems, prepare our spirit, our emotional um integration, prepare our body, our mind, our thoughts, right? It really supports us to have something that we can use every day and it just gets to be better and better every day, even though we might not notice it. <laughs> but when you look back, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I've really learned how to navigate this in a way that feels more regulated in my body. Because the thing is with sexuality, even just most of the clients that come to this work with me, I mean, they come in thinking it's all about like the sex stuff and like masturbation and like all the things, but we're going to be doing some deep inner child shit. Like the way you're going to get to your orgasm (laughs) is looking at what's underneath, looking at the state of your nervous system, understanding what happens in your body when things get activated, right? The stories that are coming up for you the fears that you hold, all the ways that you want to hide away in a corner and hide all of those parts of yourselves for nobody ever to see the things you don't understand about yourself. Right. And sexuality, it's one of those things that it covers such a big surface area of our life, but interestingly enough, 
that's not the main character energy in that story. It's all the stuff that's underneath. It's all the stuff that contributes to our sexuality because the stuff that's underneath is then going to trigger our brains and our nervous system to relax, to then open up to pleasure because without that it's not happening. And I guess like in, in your work, if great, great, great grandma wasn't about it, you're not going to come. Like, Sorry. <laughs> it's not happening. And there's so much that we carry within our bodies that we don't understand. I mean, science doesn't even understand our bodies fully. Isn't that wild? We literally walk around in these bodies every day and we have no clue what's going on. How wild. I think about that sometimes and I'm like, I don't know. It's too much. Existential crisis coming on here. So <laughs> I'm here for it. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's why I do this work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's so, so fucking powerful. I mean, exactly what you're saying. The reason that in particular, I find this work so powerful for sexuality and sexual healing because like I remember when I first started like I would see you know there would there would be say they like I could be working with someone or I did a course and the questions were talking about what you were just talking about like Mm. um you know deep down what are your fears this that the other blah blah. um and I might have a an understanding of like the surface fears that I could cognitively attack reach access but mm. that, I, I didn't know when you have when you have trauma in the body or imprints in the body you're disconnected from yourself 100 percent. when you're trying to do this work and access cognitively these things and you think you're doing it there's a there's a, there's a gap solution work it kind of bridges that gap and so you can meet you can't see me because i'm when we're, we're, we're doing audio but <laughs> to show to, to show how you meet that it's like you get to you get to know yourself and meet yourself on deep, deep, really, really, really the place where amazing sex happens. Because you can be with yourself and another person on that deep level. That is, 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 uh, what's the word? Is, is being bridged. You know? Yeah. So you're not forming on the surface. You're really allowing yourself to be with yourself and be seen in your most vulnerable, vulnerable state. Do before I started this work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so much of what like people are looking for. Um, I mean, when I, when I meet new clients and they're like, we just want to have this like mind blowing, like connecting deeply in love sex. And it's like, I know that thing that you're <laughs> looking for because in reality to get to that place, there is so much, just like you said, that we have to meet within ourselves. And I think that's what throws people off sometimes. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, it's vulnerability, it's intimacy, it's depth. That's feeling kind of edgy. And I thought we were just going to whip up the BDSM toys. And <laughs> that's how we were going to get the thing. And I love, I love that you're bringing that up because it is, it is, it is one of those things that we don't take into account is the, the depth that we so crave and the intimacy that we, 
deeply desire within ourselves and actually mostly with our, with our partners, that's the level that often, um, not has to be, but like in order to experience a deeper connection, there has to be this willingness to go that deep within yourself. Otherwise it's going to be really tricky to navigate vulnerability and depth from another person because it's going to be like, whoa. And then whatever response, trauma response, freeze response, whatever your nervous system likes to do may respond to that. And that can, that can feel really hard, right? Even just in something simple, something so simple that gets folks every time, like the simplest eye gazing, even that something, something like that can be so intense just with another person, allowing yourself to be seen just in a physical sense. Now imagine what that feels like <laughs> on an emotional, spiritual, ooh. And if you're willing to meet yourself there, there's so, so, so much that can happen within the relationship, within sex, within partnership. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or feel fucking incredible all the time. Probably quite the opposite. Sometimes. It's probably going to feel quite the opposite. But once you start to understand and hold and regulate with this feeling, it's actually, it actually feels really good as edgy as it feels. And as sometimes big, it can feel, and sometimes it can feel really intense and a lot to hold in the moment. You still keep coming back for more because there's such a deeper understanding of how you work and how you show up in this space and how your body's showing up and all of the things that are subconscious or all of these strings that you don't see are working behind you. And the more we understand ourselves, as you said in the beginning, right, the the deeper and the juicier and the more open and, and vulnerable we can show up. And it doesn't mean that we have to be perfect in order to do this because that that's not the vibe. <laughs> so, it's like, we just, we just get to show up as we are and acknowledge everything that plays into this piece, whether we're aware of it or whether we're not. So tell me all the exciting things about how this ties into your life as a mama. And like, how do you use these tools in like your daily setting? Cause in my imagination, this is some deep shit that you're, that you're working with and that you're holding, but like, how do we, how do we create these like small daily actions in our life? How do we, how do you implement it? Yeah. It's a good question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most <clears throat> impactful ways is doing, I'm, I'm not going to say daily because come on. Yeah. We have no time. <laughs> No time. Um, if you have time, great. Daily sounds nice, though. Daily, it always be- sounds nice. It's great if you have time and space to do that, and like that's <clears> what <throat> you want to do, and that's feeling good for you. Go for it. I don't do it daily because I don't. Um, but what has been really beneficial for me is uh, somatic meditation mm. in the morning especially when it's that I, I tend to sort of like 
since I had my son, like I've I noticed my anxiety was just like going just more and more. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> you can't see me. I'm my hand has gone right up like up to the, the ceiling. <laughs> and so I use it in the morning if I can, or just at some point when I notice myself spiraling up, 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 I just use it to come back down to myself. Mm find clear focus and flow for the day so I find that like when my eyes are still closed in the morning my mind and I wake up but I haven't opened my eyes my mind just starts doing this right just like worrying and so it's like right, okay let it work fine and then when I can I intentionally it takes some time it could be five minutes ten minutes and I do some of the grounding work that I know some of the resourcing work some of the orienting work yes it's really juicy and a lot of it is nature-based which helps to regulate us back into like our I don't know bring us back down to a mm. really beautiful way um, and that just like helps me remember that I am supported I am not machine I'm not man-made I'm nature it opens up for me to find the next right thing the next impulse to follow for my day it puts me in a kind of a flow of a day and I just try and lead my day that's one of the most useful things that I have noticed and what I'll say is people are like but what's it going through such sexual trauma and sexual everything, trauma? Right? everything. <laughs> <laughs> one thing <laughs> one thing is needing to have or desiring to have mm. you have a flexible nervous system yeah this, right? if I'm just spiraling out of control and overwhelm and anxiety the whole mm-hmm. time be with myself in the moment whether that's masturbation stuff totally and so being able to be with you know, in different capacities and let it mm. go up and down places and, and understand how to bring it back down again it's part of self-management and body management and self-care yeah 100 percent. and I think that's something that for me I just keep coming back to it over and over again it should be like the baseline of any work and it's something that is like I have been going to therapy for 15 years and why did we not learn that on the first day you know like nervous system stuff isn't really it's it's now nowadays people are becoming more aware of it but even just like 10 10 years ago it's something so fundamental into how we operate in this world. Like everyone's nervous systems and how to regulate, even just in the workplace. And it's uh, it's fascinating what you can do with such a seemingly, I'm doing like funny years, small intention is to like understand how to like how your nervous system works. And, and, and again, as you said, like your ups and downs and how to bring yourself down because it is, it does come in waves and and understanding the intensity and understanding what things activate just in your life, whether that's colors, your routine, the way that you open your eyes in the morning and immediately grab your phone. Cause I'm just literally saying this to myself. Um, <laughs> Cause I have a tendency to do that sometimes. <laughs> All of those things can slowly, slowly, slowly just add up to your day. And then your partner comes home and they're like, do you want to have sex tonight? And you're like, don't fucking 
touch me or breathe anywhere near me because I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I need time for myself. It all adds up. So it really does. It really does contribute like everything to your sex life and your well-being. I love that you shared that. So powerful. Now I have one more juicy question for you. How can we work with you? Like, where do we find this powerful work? How do, can you work with me? Mm-hmm. I do one-to-one sessions. Mm. Um, I may be doing a group. <laughs> I plan to be doing workshops, but definitely one. <laughs> you know, you said this, it on here. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it, so I have to do it now. Um, <clears throat> but definitely one-to-one is a really, really, really great way to start your journey. Find out more about my work. I think, will you put the website Oh, I'll put it all below, but like shout it out to the world on here. I will. Okay. So my website is www.minaadu.co.uk. M-I-N-A-A-I-D-O-O.com. And you can also follow me at World Body Wisdom on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Just type in World Body Wisdom. I've come up. Um, And yeah, the one of the best things to do is to sign up to my mailing list because I uh, send a newsletter out and it has all of the things that I, I offer on my newsletter. Get my I'm about own, to sign up. <laughs> my own personal sexual healing journey, uh, which people tell me is really um, insightful for them and it expands their, they feel less alone. And they really mm. resonate with the story. Yeah. So, so powerful to share your own journey and your own story. Storytelling is like one of the most powerful ways to share. And just like you said, it lets us feel less alone in our experience because sometimes we are in our little stories and in our little boxes, and then it can feel so isolating. It really, really can. So I love that you share your journey with folks who sign up, follow Mina on Instagram, go check out our website, and go sign up for one-on-one work because I love one-on-one work. There is so much that you can do in one-on-one. For me, most of the work I do is one-on-one. So there's, you just get it so personalized and you get that time for you. And to be able to have the space just for your healing is, it's so incredibly effective. If there's one thing that you could share with our listeners before we hop off our juicy little interview in regards to their healing journey, their sexual healing journey, their generational and ancestral healing journey, like what is, what is this like one golden nugget that you want to drop into their laps? Ooh, golden nugget. There's like 10. <laughs> 55. Yeah. <laughs> it's an auction. 100. <laughs> If you're someone who has, who feels like they've been on a sexual healing journey forever, you are not alone. And there is work. There are practitioners. I am one of them that understands something of that journey and that offers a new paradigm of sexual healing that might be really great. If you resonate with anything in this podcast at all, please get in touch because I think it's quite rare to find uh, nervous system work as, and sexual healing work together in a way that um, with this kind of depth. Mm. So 
for someone who has been on a journey for a while I feel like you're not really seeing the results that you really want then this work could be so great yeah see that that was the fucking vibe right there (laughs) that that is what we have been getting at this whole it is full circle so please reach out it's been incredible having you on the podcast today i can't wait for this episode to go live and for our listeners just to tune in and again for anyone listening i'll put everything in the show notes below and you can reach out to Mina anytime through the website or the Instagram. So thanks for tuning in. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired. And I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com. And I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.